time it is it's time for another episode of the jungle gyms podcast i'm your host mark welcome to the show look we got a lot of good feedback on me doing this last week and so i'm gonna keep doing it i'm bringing you to just watch me read now because this show is secretly about literacy uh no but last week i started doing this i thought this would be fun i'm just gonna go through some of the hot deals that we run in the ad because you know we all love a deal as a member of the dixie bandits i uh Really, this speaks to me on a cellular level. So I love, I mean, look, I'm sure we all love doing this. We go through the front page. So we got a bunch of stuff on sale this week. Eckridge Meats back in the news. They're always, they're going to now be on my show. It feels like all the time. We got bologna on sale for $3.49 a pound. Deals, look, you love seeing the strip steaks for $7.99. And I don't know what it is. The strip steaks are always good here. But for whatever reason, whenever they run the sale on it, it's always better. But I picked a couple items that I was actually excited about. So I saw these, this one was a last ad at the minute. I saw that we had these frozen egg rolls on sale and I saw one of the flavors was shrimp. Now I love a shrimp egg roll, but there's a part of me that has a little bit of fear in his voice uh, when you say frozen shrimp egg roll. So I made that, I'm gonna try that in a second with you. Um, those come from Imperial Garden. But the other one I was really excited about, these came in recently in International, these mini arancini. If you haven't had these before, arancini, they're like little uh, risotto balls. They roll them in breadcrumbs. And this one has, for example, there's usually a little stuffing in there. The center has a little uh, mozzarella cheese and tomato sauce, a little margarita style. So we're going to try those in a second, too. I also brought in, uh, you know, we're doing, well, you know, we got a ramen giveaway today. Oh, wait, what is this? Does this have the name of the winner of this week? Oh my gosh, it does. The winner of this week's ramen giveaway is Gabrielle Francis, excuse me, Gabrielle Francis 9437. That would have been embarrassing. Uh, I'll respond to you on YouTube and then you respond to me and we'll get it set up so you can come pick that up. Congratulations. But moving on, we're still got ramen in sale, right? So if you didn't win, these little cups, we have, I picked Shin because I love the Shin and Shin Black in particular is a uh, go-to, but they're doing 10 of those for 11 bucks. Uh, that's a steal of the center. I'm, I'm like, I don't know what to do with this paper now. Um, let's dive in there before we go too far on that. Uh, I also want to talk about the Shilajit that came in, but we got to try this because, you know, I was excited too. All right, let's go Arancini first. So again, risotto, there's like a little bit of a breadcrumb roll on the outside and then they cook it in. I air fried mine. I'm an air fryer fan. You'll find out more about that with today's guest too. Ooh, setting up the clip. Oh yeah. Aha. Okay, so I saw in the packages, I saw a little picture of saffron flour. I didn't read the text. It says it's with saffron. So there's like a saffron rice filling in here. And then you get that nice little rich tomato and some cheese. That's pretty awesome. I think they were like two bucks off this week. It was $5.99 a bag. I saw we had at least two flavors over there. There's also one that's like uh, more like a Florentine. It had uh, ricotta and spinach in it. I'm going to eat those when we're done recording. But the real one, I got to take this one for the team, guys. A uh, little 99 cent frozen egg roll action. You deserve the crunch. You know, I know I was being a little snarky about that. About, you know, I don't know why I have a, an aversion occasionally to packaged frozen seafood 
I don't know what it is. It doesn't mean I'm right. And you're probably laughing at me for feeling that way. But again, I thought I was like, this is going to be weird. It's actually kind of awesome. I mean, I love a good shrimp egg roll. Put both of these in the air fryer. That came out crispy as hell. 99 cents. Stack it up. Hey, if you buy a bunch of any of these egg rolls, if you buy an absurd amount of them, send me a picture. Podcast at junglegyms.com. I'll put you on the show. That was really good. I was excited about these too. Uh, mostly because my French, uh, high school French knowledge, uh, whenever I see petit déjeuner, I get very excited. I'm a breakfast fan, and that's what it means. But we have a bunch of these different, um, they're like little cookies. What cracked me up on the back of the box, it's like, experience the original and delicious Italian breakfast. To get the day off to a great start, we need taste, energy, and a well-balanced <laughs> nutrition. With Baloco, you enter the world of Made in Italy daily breakfast to have every day a rich and healthy breakfast time. I love the translations. And on the back, it says here, you should have seven of these biscuits, one cup of cafe latte with sugar. Oh, that's a pretty American drink. I'm actually surprised they're like, you should have it that way. Because if I recall from our episode about visiting Italy, they were like, maybe a little cream. That's about it. We're not sweetening our coffee over there. So anyway, and one slice of pineapple or ananas, because again, we're still in high school French. But this one was lemon. So let's see what we got here. These are also, these are all on sale this week, folks. Ooh, that's fun. It's like a little biscuit cookie. Here, we'll try a little piece of that too. That rules. Simple, a little buttery, slightly sweet. Nice lemon flavor on that one. They had other flavors too. I just love a lemon treat. Damn, those are good. Okay, great. Highly recommend that. Damn, that was awesome. Okay. See, that's what I love about this place. And we'll find these sort of things. We'll try them out, see what's up. And then you can try them out and you can tell me if I was wrong. Uh, because that's what the internet is designed for is just being mean to other people. Like, I don't agree with you. Well, you don't have to agree with me because I'm always right. Now, I brought one other thing out here. Let me move the food out of the way uh, that I'm going to pretend I'm not eating later on. Um, I brought this out because I was talking to uh, our natural foods department and we've, you know, we have healthcare, holistic healthcare, all that kind of stuff. And I was talking to Alicia and Cindy over there and we got this new product in that's been like making the rounds. I keep seeing posts about it online. Um, it's called Shilajit, Shilajit, excuse me. Uh, and let's talk about it. I'm just gonna read this straight off one of the promo things from Black Lotus. So we have a couple versions of it here. I have a tincture version that you can take. Uh, this one is just a uh, raw in capsule form. And then last but not least, this is from a different brand. Both brands make it, but this one actually comes from Ohio. Uh, oh, it, it actually manufactured here in Cincinnati. Crazy. Um, and this is a soft resin, <coughs> which means that you can actually just take it straight up. So let me just read because you are going to do the same thing I am. Now, it's spelled S-H-I-L-A-J-I-T. Um, mate comes from the mountains. Shilajit is a black resinous substance that seeps out of the cracks on mountain rocks at extremely high elevations. Lunch. It has been found in the highest mountain regions of the world in areas surrounding India, China, Tibet, Nepal, Pakistan, Scandinavia, and Central Asia. Essentially, it's the organic minerals of a compacted and composted ancient forest, which was trapped within the mountains as they formed millions of years ago. Okay, that sounds actually pretty epic. Somebody write me a sweet rock opera based on that sentence. Um, there's a little more in here. It's been revered throughout many cultures as a mighty rejuvenator, preserver, and enhancer of the body. Now, I've heard a lot about it being really great for restoring energy, rebuilding strength. They have it all in here. Regain clarity, maintain balance. Um, I also have heard rumors that it's good for virility. <laughs> if you're out there trying to uh, love on someone. Um, 
you know, I thought that was going to be a problem as I got older. And I'm like, no, so far, so great. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, so, yeah, better add to it. Um, but the, these brands in particular, Fair Trade, everything's third-party lab tested in the U.S. Uh, it's pure. It's sourced from the pristine Altai Mountains in Siberia. Hopefully I pronounced that right. Um, yeah. Uh, it has very high levels of fulvic and humic acid. Listen, here's what I'm thinking, guys. And I don't know if you like this idea or not. And you don't really have to. But you can let me know always, again, podcast at junglegyms.com or slide in uh, DMs on TikTok or YouTube or whatever. But my plan is I want to try this for like a month and then post my results. And I'll do the company in. I, look, Black Lotus, I've reached out to you directly. I'm going to hit up Om Omnipotent uh, since you're local. Maybe someone will help me out. I'm just going to try. Listen, throw me a month's worth of samples so we can try this. And we'll do a whole episode after the fourth week. You can come on. You can peddle your wares, and I will give you honest feedback. Seriously, I'm down. And I won't be mean about it. I'll be very sweet. I always am. Um, cool. So that's what we got going on in the deals. Of course, I want to remind you all, International Wine Festival coming up November 11th baby it's gonna be great um and while i'm talking about that too since halloween's coming up next week i'm gonna announce i'm gonna do a next giveaway i'm gonna do i'm gonna fill a giant pumpkin bucket of halloween candy and not just any ha halloween candy i will definitely give you some of the u.s stuff but that's not where the fun's at i'm gonna bring you some of my favorite international holiday treats too so this could be some european chocolate couple other things we're gonna pack that baby full so for those of you who you know want to be like gabrielle francis 9437 this week and win a bunch of stuff from me it's really simple every week on the show i'll announce the new prize i'll announce the winner first i will announce what the new prizes and then you have until the tuesday before the next release since episodes come out on wednesday so six days to be very clear to enter the contest and to enter the contest i'll make it super simple all you got to do is subscribe to Jungle Gyms International Market on YouTube, and then I'll have you leave a comment on the video with the giveaway. So for this week, you're going to leave a comment on this video and just tell me something nice you learned about the show. I mean, you could just write a comment. I don't want to discourage low effort comments, but everyone keeps saying, don't discourage low effort comments. I'm like, I'm here to build an audience. And if you're just like ramen, you're probably going to. Well, I mean, I'm using a randomizer, so I guess you still could win. <laughs> but I'd rather be snarling. I'm like, come on, let's let's have some fun. I'm, I'm, I want to make friends with you all. And we can find out what you like, and then we can cater the show to you. It's kind of cool, right? You get a custom product out of it. It'd be great. So anyway, we're going to do candy next week. So get excited for that. And every Wednesday at 2 p.m. thereabouts, we will uh, jump in on a TikTok live stream. You can follow us at Jungle Gyms Markets there on TikTok. Uh, Jungle Gyms Podcast on TikTok, rather. Um, it, it, depending on which way you look, it'll take you to the same page. There's only one account for us. But I will often do a live stream where I let all of you help me pick what goes in the basket. So... Not only am I giving you free stuff every week, but I also want you to be a part of picking. It's pretty cool, right? Good stuff. Okay, let's move on. This week's guest, I'm excited about this. Heather and I connected kind of on and off a long time ago. Um, and you hopefully know her by her, quote, real name, the food hussy. Uh, she's won guys' groceries games. She's a food influencer. And, you know, I tease you about the air fryer thing. She's got an air fryer cookbook that just came out. So I wanted to have Heather in here. And I was just sort of curious about her life. Curious about working with Guy Fietti which she corrected me on the show. Thanks, Guy. Guy, when are you coming to visit us at Jungle Gyms? Everyone, just start tweeting at Guy Fieri to come into Jungle Gyms. We love his car. We love his hair. I mean, he honestly, he and I clearly have a similar wardrobe, or at least taste in wardrobe. Let's do it. But anyway, I want to introduce you to Heather, the food hussy. 
I always love these. These are the best intros on the show, Heather, where we just come in live and everyone guess. I, you know, I guess what we've been talking about, but let me introduce Heather Johnson here, better known as the food hussy in my yes, opinion, right? That's 100% my name. Well, Heather, tell me your, oh, excuse me, food hussy. Tell me your... <laughs> I hate when I bond with a guest this quickly. I know, it's terrible. Tell us who you are. I mean, I know we got the cookbook out here. Yeah. I'll show this up to my camera. And then you've got one. Oh, so. okay. Hi. <laughs> um, so yeah, my name is Heather Johnson. I do have a real name. Um, but I go by Food Hussy. And it's and everybody always wants to know, like, where did you get Food Hussy? And I used to call my friends Hussy all the time. Yeah, it's a good and word. And then when I started a blog, my friend was like, well, what are you going to call it? And I was like, Food Hussy. Like, it just blew out of my mouth. And then it was like, <laughs> now it's been that forever. So. Oh, my gosh. How but I've been doing this since 2009. Wow. So I'm like an old lady blogger. I mean, I'm an old lady and I'm an old lady blogger. They listen, best of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it started out as restaurant reviews. Yeah. And I did that for a long time and it made me fatter and poorer. Perfect. And so I decided- I feel your pain. <laughs> I decided I should cook a little. <laughs> and then I realized I could make money if I cooked. And yeah. so then I started making money and um, I went from working for an advertising and marketing for 25 years. Yeah. Two years ago, I quit my job. And now I sit on my couch and I cook and I hang out with my dogs all day. That sounds incredible. Okay, let's not bury the lady. What kind of dogs? <laughs> um, I have a big, dumb black dog. Yeah. She's just a big ogre. And um, we love an ogre in this house. <laughs> she's 14 and oh. um, she's a she's not doing very well. So, uh, but, um, and then I have an 11 year old, long haired red wiener. Yeah. Whose name is- I was like, awkward balls. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Whose name is Wiener. Oh, perfect. Because my ex-husband said, I want to call him Wiener so I can say to people, hey, you want to pet my Wiener? <laughs> and it works, right? <laughs> yeah, you're like, yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> like the begrudging sigh of everyone. So everybody laughs when they're like, what's his name? And I was like, Wiener. And they're like, really? Yes. Yeah. His, yeah, name of course. Is, his name is Wiener. Oh, so, okay. So there's a lot of fun happening in the Hussy household. Exactly. Casa de Hussy. That's what we call it. I got rid of the husband though. So now it's just Heather and Heather and friends. Perfect. Yeah. Sorry about his loss. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, you know, when you don't want to put up with somebody doing fentanyl every day in your house, it's, you know, I, you, you know what? Move on. I've heard horrible things about that. Oh my I gosh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, I like that. We, I think we have a very, uh, we, we have a deep understanding of each other emotionally right now already. It's just, you let it roll off your For back. Sure. It's like, yeah. I mean, everybody goes through shit. For sure. And I've been through my fair share. Yeah. And, but you know, you just, I'm like a weeble. Like we're, I think, I don't know how old you are, but we're probably of the same genre yeah. and age range. <laughs> um, Class of 83. <laughs> I just, I turned 50 this year. And I'm old. Um, but like weevils, we had them when we were kids yeah. and you just push them down and they bop right back up. Right. You, you all have probably seen these before. And one of the shows that forces retro aesthetics <laughs> on you, like a stranger things or one of those. Yeah. yeah. They were great though. Yeah. They're little, it was like a little punching bag with the thing yeah. and you knock them down and they pop right back up. Right. That's what I do. <laughs> I think that's a great way of looking at it. I kind of feel the same way. Just kick me down and I just go, bing, I'm still here. Yeah. Somebody has to be that person. That's but, me. But what I like though, is that you, uh, and again, I keep saying, this as we bond over this, but it's like what I like about you. It's something I see in myself too. It's just 
that you're taking these maybe potentially traumatic experiences. I'm saying potentially for the audience's sake. I don't know how to word things. I'm from the 1900s. I'm trying to word everything properly. Uh, but Terribly you, traumatic experiences. Yeah, right. But you're coming back and you're doing something fun and positive and you bring a good energy to the room. I mean, look, we've been hanging out here for conservatively 10 minutes and we're it's lifelong already friends. Fun. Yeah, I know. I was, like, I was gonna say, you're stuck with me now. <laughs> well, it's one of those things I was just coming up with like a speaking engagement idea mm-hmm. as far as like to submit to conferences. Yeah. And I called it from hot mess to six figure success. That's amazing. Because like literally I was a disaster. Sure. Um, in my personal life and in my work, you know, like I hated my job and I was in this marriage with a drug addict and I, I Thought about. I'm sorry to laugh. I'm just I like, know. I love this. <laughs> but I mean, I literally no, thank like, you for the was, honesty. I was at a point where it was not good. Yeah. And now I'm like, I'm alone, but I have my dogs and I have this great house that I bought during the pandemic and yeah. I work for myself and I'm so happy and I'm making a lot of money. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I did pretty good. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a pretty uh, excellent version of the finish line. Yeah. Like I'll trade every person I've ever met if I could be at home with Bark Morrison right now and have money. So sorry, friends. You know, you just didn't click share enough on my post in the last 15 years. You're cut off. The dog wins. He shares everything. Look at his social. But it's uh, so funny because people talk about like when I was able to quit my job yeah I put in my notice and was gonna quit August 1st and then I was like Meh, July 1st and then I was like Meh, June 1st <laughs> so but when I left it's like now people come to work you know and they're like oh it's Monday uh, right. and I was like I was with my best friend at home in Iowa last week and she was like oh I gotta go to work tomorrow and I'm and I was like I have to write about stuffed peppers <laughs> I was like I don't know what to tell you. I can't really relate to your stress anymore. <laughs> I, you know, I had a similar awakening during the pandemic for, for this. And, I, and things are going cool already for me. But like, I had that moment of, I kept, I booked a couple of really high profile commercials. And I remember everyone around me, the, the world was like collapsing and crumbling. And I'm just like, no, uh, Pepsi just hired me to lead this campaign. Uh I'm sorry you're having a bad time, right? But it was like, that happened, the Jungle Gyms podcast. That's why I met everybody here. So I very much respond to these kinds of things in those moments. I love it so much yeah. to see that. And I, and I'm hoping, look, part of the reason I like talking with people like you is that I'm like, hey, someone's gonna hear this story and it's hopefully gonna inspire them to not be one of those people who wakes up every day. I hate Mondays. I don't even know what day it is. I'm, look at this colorful wall. That's where I'm at with it. This I was like, yeah. like my life and my brain. This yeah. colorful wall is like how I react. Yeah. I'm like, I had to go to a job where I'm like, I'm allowed to play with a lightsaber all day long and nobody's going to be mad about it because they're on sale right now in the toy department here at Jungle Gym. I know. I like take naps half the time. I mean, That's I nap amazing. every day. People Listen, maybe like, you can help like- guide me in my career. What am I doing wrong? Well, first of all, you need a couch in here. <laughs> Yeah, for na- quality napping. Yeah, yeah that's a fifteen good point. minute power nap is never a bad thing. You say that like you didn't step over my air mattress under the table. Oh, <laughs> I missed it. Okay. Can I take a fifteen minute break? And- yeah, of course. Okay, we'll just do it live on the show. Then I'm like, for the next fifteen minutes, I'll be playing like nice. Sa- I'll bust out my saxophone over there. I'll, oh, I haven't touched it in like I would twenty just years. Fall asleep yeah. instantly. <laughs> <laughs> I do have my Red Bull for a reason. I feel like I'm like borderline narcoleptic. So. Hey, that's okay. I just Listen, might all of a sudden. That would be, honestly, it would be, I, I could use the reviews, or the views, rather. So, by all means, crank it up. Let's do it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, wait. Okay. We keep, we keep very late. I know. Shit. Food. It's fine. Whatever. People love this. They they listen to podcasts. Listen, the bar for quality podcasts, I've realized, pretty low. Like, yeah. even my heroes make bad podcasts. So I'm like, oh, this is great. Man. Yeah. Um, a couple of things before we buried the lead. So, obviously, food was a passion. So, like, you, I know you were saying that it was 
food blogging about restaurants too. Uh, when did you switch into the, like how was the sh- transition into Home Chef? Well, I, I mean, I've been cooking since I was a little kid. My okay. dad was like, he worked as a painter, a house painter. Yeah. And so from the time I could reach the oven, it was like, have dinner on the table at 5.15. Okay. Right. And so I always liked cooking. It was a passion. And then when I moved to Cincinnati from mm-hmm. Iowa, yeah. almost 20 years ago, I didn't know anybody except my boss and I wasn't going to go hang out with him. No. And so I started going out to eat and there was a lot of restaurant review blogs at the time. And I thought, well, I have a journalism degree. I can do this. Yeah. So I started doing that. And then after a few years, it was like, I started cooking a little more, like I said, fat and poor. Sure. I'm like, let's cook at home. And I started doing that. <laughs> and then like eight, nine years in, I went to a conference and I met this girl, Stephanie, who is one of my best friends. And she has a blog called Plain Chicken. Okay. And I met her and she kind of took me under her wing. And I mean, she makes a lot of money on a food blog. <laughs> I won't say how she makes a lot of money. Yeah. But she was like... She's Southern. She's from Alabama and she does not mince words. And she's like, is this a job or a hobby? And I was like, well, I'd like it to be a job. And she goes, then stop messing around and let's treat it like one. I love it. I was like, and she would like smack me when I was like taking a picture. She'd be like, stop it. Don't you need a light right there. Like she just does not mess with me. I love it though. Yeah. We (laughs) need those people. I needed that. And, um, she kind of took me under her wing. She's still, I'm going to see her and Dustin in a couple weeks. Like, and she was like, okay, if you want to make this a job, not a hobby, then you have to treat it that way. Mm-hmm. And so then I started doing research more and I upped my photo- photography game. Yeah. And I literally went to her house and we took pictures together. Like she would take a picture and then show me what to do. And she was like, what do you have problems with? And I'm like, brown food. Like I had this chicken casserole that's yeah. delicious. Yeah. It's crap. It's chicken and cream of mushroom soup and sour cream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But not a colorful, bright, li- yeah, exactly. And then there's Ritz crackers on top. So it's beige <laughs> on beige on beige. And what I was, if I could eat khaki pants? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what do I do? And she showed me. And like the pictures are beautiful and it's done a lot better. And so then she would edit and then she'd be like, I would edit. And like, I learned much better hands-on. Sure. And so we started working together and it just, it took off. That's so cool. And then I was still doing restaurant reviews and she was like, you need to stop that crap. It ain't making you no money. And I was like, yeah, but I love it and blah, blah, blah. And then I went home and I was like, it's not making me money. Why am I doing it? And yeah. that it's a definite shift when you're like boss entrepreneur from, oh, it's a hobby. It's fun. And I was like, it's not making me money. I'm not doing it. Yeah. So that's when I switched. And now I still do restaurant stuff, but it's more like on my Instagram and my TikTok. I'll go to restaurants and I'll show what I'm eating and stuff like that. But my blog is just all food and it's, I mean, I make six figures and it's great. And that's so cool. Take naps and hang out with my dog. Yeah. I mean, that's like a huge (laughs) thing. And seriously, what else could you ask for? Truly. Right. I mean, I guess you could ask for more, but you know, I mean, I, I would, you know, I, (laughs) to make more money, but it's like right now it's like, I'm comfortable and I'm happy and I'm doing my thing. And it's like, I could work a little harder, but it's like, I don't know. I like a nap. Like, or I like to get my nails done or I like to go home to Iowa for a few days. How dare you? How dare you actually enjoy yourself at all in this nightmare hellscape we've created for all of us on the internet. I know people are talking about, you know, politics and all the blah. Boring. And, and then they're like, oh, the, you know, it's terrible right now. And things are, and I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'm doing pretty okay. <laughs> like, I feel bad. Cause I no, know it I is bad. It. But I also take time to like, okay, I'm going to volunteer this, you know, sure. during the, my time that I, cause I have it. 
it's it's that weird dichotomy between being like you're like a good driven person who is aware that the world sometimes is on fire but also like this is my hot take we don't need to be in the thick of that every day all the time like we have for like the last seven years Uh, i mean the internet is off i mean you know it's funny i made this choice at some point where i was like i realized a couple things I realized that for, you know, because like I wasn't like, I was just sort of doing me. I was kind of like the internet comedian for lack of a better term. I was like, I don't know where my lane is, you know, trying to figure this out over the last decade and just seeing everybody devolve into like constantly shouting their opinions and thoughts and feelings all the time on the internet, which whatever, by the way, do whatever you'd like to do on the internet. This is just my personal take. I realized at some point that my opinions, thoughts, feelings, don't really change anyone's. They've It has been 100% ineffective. I've watched people argue for the last seven years on the internet. It has not worked at all. No one's minds have been changed of anything. Everybody's just gotten harder and harder on both sides. So at some point I was just like, you know what everyone could use on the internet? Someone who's just gonna be like, hey, anyone got access to like six chickens? I just came up with a comedy <laughs> sketch I'd really like to shoot this week. And the answer is yes, I have a chicken connect now. Nice. So, but no, it, I it's- I agree completely. I think you- Get out there and like celebrities want to tell us their opinions on things. You know what? I don't care. Yeah. I'm like, and like, I don't care about your opinion. Don't care. I, I've gotten, right. I've started to get like, it's been to the point where you get in an argument with somebody and I was just like, listen, I'm not changing your mind. You're not changing mine. Can right. we just stop and move on and enjoy our lunch? Yeah, like, exactly. I don't want to about It's been wild to watch. Crap. Yeah. And it, you know, I think, I think, uh, well, I don't know if you've ever gotten these DMs, but I occasionally will get messages from people. They're like, why aren't you out there standing up for people? I'm like, because nobody cares, dude. Because what is, this does nothing for the opposition. The opposition is not seeing my post and going, hmm, he really made me think today. They don't care. They're just like, oh, Mark's an idiot now, right? And the reality is that's how everybody's looking at everybody. And I'm like, this is just not productive. There's yeah. no point in me engaging in this. So instead, let's just do, I'll do what I do yesterday. Bring out a big portable speaker and play the band cake to a case of cakes right i like stupid it. content right who cares we need a reprieve so yes, thank you for being fun, fun. Yeah. it's uh, you know or at least try look uh somebody said to me recently on here they were like the bad exists all the time it's the most reliable thing in existence the bad things so when you find good things you should really try to focus on those okay and then it's like and he's like and look how that works out and and, and uh he was like you'll see a trend between people who view the world that way versus the opposite way. And he's like, look, these are the ones, he's like, you and I are having the conversation. He's like, you kind of have that attitude. Now, same thing, we're having this conversation. We have this kind of attitude. There's a reason why you're a successful blogger. You're doing your own thing, you're running stuff. And I think it might be because you have figured out a way to seek and find and create your own happiness in this regard. You know, it's tough. We were kind of joking about social media before we started, so I thought I would use this to lean into it, how I was saying, I was like, I hate social media. I hate social media, but I also recognize it's a necessary evil and you can hate something and still be good at it, you know? Yeah. So how, know. how's that been for you? I mean, I, I feel the same way. Like sometimes it drags me down and the algorithm frustrates you and you're just like, oh, nobody's seen my content. I only got five likes on this. But then right. it's like, oh, well, I just keep pushing it out and it's just there. And you never know when something's going to hit that's going to hit the right person or right. somebody might. I mean, like, so I was on gonna brag a little i'm excited about this brag i was on guys grocery games last year huge guy fieri fan oh fieri fieri i'm sorry i want to i had a pronunciation lesson i love that so much listen (laughs) guy i'm gonna keep saying your name wrong until you come to jungle gyms i invite him every time he comes to town nothing yet so until and so when you accept the invite i'll pronounce your name yeah you need to be on diners drive-ins and dives like this place is a whole like hour-long episode oh can you even imagine but we um when i went on that it 
started because somebody saw that I had done guys trash can nachos. Yeah. As a copycat. And which my friend Stephanie actually sent to me for my birthday. Aww. Like they have the gold belly or whatever you can send yeah. random shit from stores and restaurants. What a and great so, idea. By uh, the yeah, way. Yeah. I know, right? She sent me that and then I did a copycat of it. Yeah. And they saw that and they were looking for contestants for a home chef episode That's awesome. of guy fans. And so because of a random post on social media, they saw that and I got to go on guys grocery games and I won $20,000. That's so cool. Yes. How, what, how crazy was that experience? I <gasps> feel like we've had a lot of Guy Fieri contestants on the, thank you, on the show. <laughs> I appreciate it. I've been hanging out in the Italian aisle this week. <laughs> um, but we've had a good amount of contestants on the show that have worked with him, like Kayla Robinson, Christian Gill's here all the time. Oh, I love Hi, Christian. Christian, Christian and I are birthday buddies. Are you really? That's adorable. So, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> well, I'll make sure that we can all share a cake next year. <laughs> that's great. Uh, yeah, how insane was that experience? I mean, did you find that that was like, did that move the numbers for you as far as like, did it grow your audience at no, all? No, because they didn't really say my name on there at all. That is hilarious. I know. I'm so sorry. I was like, I dropped yeah. hussy so many times. I learned Fietti and you can't even say food hussy. <laughs> but Ted Allen spinning in his grave. The experience was so surreal. Yeah. I cried seven times during Aww. the taping because, yeah. and Antonia from Top Chef was one yeah. of the judges. She was a host judge that day with Hunter, his son. And, um, she was like, I was sobbing and she's like, are you crying? Because, like, we're, be, why are you crying? And I was just like, Guy Fieri just said he ate my food and he liked it. And I was just like, <laughs> it was just so, uh -huh. like, I couldn't fathom that I was there. And I'm at this soundstage in California. And my hero, you know, my cooking hero guy is eating my food and said, which I don't believe him at all. But he said he liked it better than his version. And I was like, you're lying to me, but I but don't thank care. You. Yeah. <laughs> you know, can I get it in writing? <laughs> and he winked at me at one point, Aww, you know, like awesome. it was just, it was just so crazy. Yeah. And then I met great people. Like the girl, the contestants I was with were still friends to this day. That's cool. And you know, just the whole thing was just so crazy. And to think like I had a trailer with my name on it and you know, I mean, then I came away with the win and it was, and the, the crew is amazing. Like they make that job and that show to make everybody look good. And I'm sure Christian and Kayla would say the same thing. Like yeah. the whole experience is to, he's like, you know, they're like, we're not trying to make you look bad. This isn't that show. Right. We want to make you look good. But what show is I that? I'm like, I feel like we should do that show. <laughs> But like, we're trying to make you look good. So we're yeah. never going to be like, oh, that tasted like crap, you know? And right. So it was all about helping you. And so I'm in the process and I'm cooking. And I mean, you're, it's crazy. Yeah. It's batshit crazy. And you've got this fire. I almost burned down the kitchen. <laughs> I was, I'm not used to working with fire. Sure. Like, I'm not used to working no. with a flame grill. Right. Like, I was like, whoa. I set, put something on it. <laughs> like, flames everywhere. I was just like, I burned down the kitchen. But like, the, the My camera guy was so helpful to me. He was like, don't you want to put that over on the fryer? Don't you want to, don't you want to use fresh herbs? Like he gives you little hints and they gave everybody little hints and, tr you know, like, yeah. don't, don't you want to do this? Like, yeah. don't you want to grab that fresh herb over there? And I was like, oh, I do, you know? Yeah. And Guy and um, Hunter were there. Like mm -hmm. if you ever needed something, like when you're running around the grocery store, I'm like, where's the garlic? And they're like, aisle five, you know? So yeah. it was just such a fantastic, amazing experience. So and cool. then to like crush Emily and beat her by one point. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say it was yeah. very, very rewarding. <laughs> 
I love Emily. She's very sweet, but I was just like, I have to take this bitch down. Yeah, for sure. Listen, I, I am here for it. I like. I feel like they don't play up the faux rivalry enough on these shows. Sometimes I think that would be a little. Like, you know, when we were. We were getting our scores, and I'd gotten my score, and it was down to her. She was the last one, and they were uh, they're giving her critique. And as they kept saying her critique, I knew we were, like, neck and neck. And I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to win. Like, because they were, like, she was lacking all. She was lacking onions. She made fish tacos, and she oh. didn't have onions in there. And they're, like, saying these little, little minor things. Sure. But I thought, holy shit, I'm going to win. <laughs> and I was, like, standing there. I'm, like, holy shit, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. And then the score went up. I was, like, ah! Oh my gosh! And one point two, so close. Oh, so fantastic! <laughs> and then I had a watch party. Yeah. So I filmed in January of twenty two. Okay. But it didn't air until August. Okay. And I had a big watch party at Wings and Rings, which I saw. We have a Wings and Rings around the corner. Heck yes. Love Wings and Rings. I yeah. had a big watch party, and to stand in the room with like seventy five people that I love, and know what's coming, and watch that score as they pull her score back, and like watch the room just erupt. Was just the best. Like it was so much to see it. All the fa- people I had and my friends and my family and just rah, like and then be like, oh, I got a twenty thousand dollar check. Like that was pretty good too. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine what that feels like too. I was like, if anyone out there wants to give me a twenty thousand dollar check, I'm just curious to see what it feels like. <laughs> well, then it was funny because um, as an empl- a self employed person, I had to pay my quarterly taxes. Oh. <laughs> So two days after I got my check, I sent Uncle Sam half. Yeah, exactly. I was like, okay, so it's about 11000 yeah, after exactly. this. Yeah, exactly. I was like, murmur. That's still pretty good, but yeah. still. Hey, listen, it's a big number still. It was a good time. That's so cool. It was cool. the best. Guy was amazing. I got to pet his dog. And like, oh, I love was that. So fun. I've You know, one of the things I like the most about him, in I've never met him, but uh, everyone I know that has worked with him at any time always has like the nicest things to say about him. Ugh. And he seems just like a genuinely cool guy that's just on board for whatever. Yeah, he, you know? he pulled in and we heard him pull in. We were all in our trailers. Sure. And we heard this rumble. And he had a he has a Smokey and the Bandit original Smokey and the Bandit car. Okay, and that's he was like, yeah, I told my car guy like I'd love to have this, and he's like, two days later he like shows up with it, and he's like, well, I spent too much money on it, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Like I feel like that's all life is once you hit that level of success. So you're just like, you know what thing I always wanted when I was seven? Uh, I can have it now, right? My, exactly. You know? And he does. That but is, he was so kind and so generous and yeah. so sweet. And like the whole crew was amazing. And my friend, like the, my contestants were friends, you know. It yeah, was, that's so amazing. It was really fun. How long is that process really? Were you there for like oh. just a couple days? Oh, now, yeah. This is my it favorite part of behind the scenes. Flew in one day, okay. worked one day, flew out the next day. Okay. And it was north of San Francisco, like a long way north of San sure. Francisco. Um, but I was up at 6 a.m. and I did not get back to my hotel until 7 p.m. And they shot two episodes in one day. And oh, so wow. the other, we were taping interviews while the other one started. But sure. I mean, they probably didn't get back until midnight. Oh, wow. So Crazy. it was a long day. Yeah. But that's kind of the fun part about being on set too. I was, I always kind of like that. Oh I, my I mean, I haven't been on like a, a like a game show like that before, but like even on the commercial stuff I've done, it's like it, it's kind of exciting, and oh, you get a good amount of downtime in between too. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, if you're like me at all. I thrive in those moments so much. I always think it's you know this is always funny to me, and maybe I'll cut this out, but maybe I won't because I always like being a little snarky. But one of the things that always cracks me up whenever I'm on a set. 
is when you meet other people who, you know, I look at anytime I get to work for like a brand or do a commercial or a film or anything like that, the whole time I'm just like full, I'm elated, right? I'm just like, finally, I am, this is, I have a grasp on my dreams and we're hanging out today, but there, without fail, there's always one cast member who's like, ugh, we got to wait two hours here. I'm like, first off, did you see how much they're paying us? <laughs> Second, you know that people would literally literally would kill both of us to have an opportunity to do this and you're here complaining they're about to feed us whatever you want like it sounds like the greatest day ever i've never had my ass kissed more in my life than i have on some of these sets yeah and i'm like oh these people don't even know me you know it was so much fun just to be there and watch the whole process and as someone like i was a journalism major yeah and i did communication studies so i sort of did in front of the camera behind the camera that's awesome and so to see how it all works and like even just the cameras on the grocery cards and how they filmed us ahead of time before I got there and yeah. then during the day and like just everybody. And then last summer I got to film a show for A&E called Best in Chow. Oh, cool. And um, it's a, they go around to fairs and crazy places and do like crazy foods. That sounds incredible. And oh my God, Matt Hooper, is, I think it's Hooper. He's going to kill me. Um, he's the host. He's a comedian. And he's so funny. And yeah. like, I got to hang out with him. And we got to make this like crazy pork loin sandwich at the Ohio State Fair. That sounds incredible. And like, again, just to be in that process and have like the cameras on you. And, and I'm such a spaz. Yeah. Like, I sing the whole time and dance in my head. So I literally don't stop moving. I'm like, ding, 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 ding. Like that's my, that's what's happening. This wall is what's happening in my brain when I'm shooting. Same. But it's the most fun. It's like, I just feel like I'm home. Like it's just, the, yeah. oh, it's the best feeling ever. Like I want to do it every day. You come to life. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I totally get it. And I love that. And, that, and it was fun because the producer on that, at the end of the day, they or at the end of our day, they came out and they were like, you're the best one we've had all season. They're like, you just light up. They're like, you were so good. And I was like, <laughs> such an egotistical bitch but i just <laughs> i loved it i want to be on tv so bad i want to be a star right but you know you are a star <laughs> you know i looked up i googled some one of my friends amy curtis love you amy she told me yesterday she was like google food hussy and it comes up and it says internet personality and i was like Ooh, Ooh, i'm an internet personality <laughs> that's really cool hey congratulations i'm glad you took the time to do this <laughs> I, I look, know I had to take the time out of my day to drive to Fairfield. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm so, uh, look, next time I'll get the studio built in Eastgate. It'll be a little closer to home for both it's of a, us. Yeah. No, it's good. I love coming out and meeting people, and yeah. I love Jungle Gyms. Oh, my gosh. It's like, Seriously? How yeah, exactly. When, when I moved to Cincinnati, it was the first thing I did. Oh, no kidding. It was literally like I'm sitting in my apartment with no furniture and just my cats at the time, and I'm yeah. like, what am I going to do? And I was like Googling shit to do in Cincinnati. Yeah. And I was like, there's a crazy grocery store, and I was like, let's go. Yeah. And that was my Literally the first thing I did in Cincinnati. The gateway drug into enjoying <laughs> this town. That's awesome. What do, you, do you have anything that you come here for more often than anything else? Or besides the energy it's in the room? It's usually weird shit. Like, I love king crab. Okay. It's my favorite thing ever. Yeah. And so, like, I come here to get it. Or, like, I wanted to make ceviche. Yeah. And I didn't want, like... Kroger fish. Not like there's anything wrong with Kroger. Sorry. But I'll bleep it out. They it's don't fine. pay me. Um Right, exactly. Neither does Juggle Jim. But, yeah, but but we're nicer right now. But like I knew, I was like, <laughs> I don't want I wanted fresh fish. You know? And it's like yeah. if I want fresh fish, I'm gonna go to the place that I know has like fish swimming. Right. You know? Exactly. And I asked and I knew you guys would know, like the ding dong at the seafood counter there is not gonna know what to do. And right. I was like, ask your seafood guy, like, hey, I need to make ceviche. What the hell should I use? Right. And they're he like, was like, Well, this or this or this. And same with crazy weird cheeses. Yeah. I had to do a project one time with a brand that wanted me to use like do a cheese pairing. Yeah. Cheese and beer. And I was like, 
So I was like, hey, what cheeses should I eat? You know, I mean, like, you, they're just knowledgeable. Yeah. And they have everything. Yeah. And same with, like, I went to Costa Rica this summer. So I'm like, ooh, I want to try something, you know, or I went, I found Topo Chico when I was in Texas. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to, I know Jungle Gyms, I have my Topo Chico. For sure. And now it's like more widespread, but it yeah, wasn't But now for we have all the fun flavors too. Oh, I just I discovered just love those Topo recently. Topo Chico lime. <laughs> yeah. I, so it was, I had a friend in uh, recently and she was like, we're buying a bunch for, they were going to someone's wedding and they were like, do you know where we can get that? I don't think they were from, I don't remember the whole details of it, but they were trying hard to find a bunch of the Topo Chico flavors and literally clean cleaned us out last week of like the grapefruit and the lime. I was like, I didn't even know we had them. <laughs> like, I didn't even know they yeah. existed. I was just, I was classic sparkling, right? You know, and then now I'm like, oh. And the beers and the wine, you know, I like mean, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's like, if you need something weird, you know, you can get it here. Yeah. And so and if I, not, we have weird employees to help you with it. Yeah. So, so they're in good weirdos. It's just, I mean, it's a little overwhelming to shop like regular grocery shopping, Yeah. but like, it's like if I need something crazy or if I want to try something new or like, I, I have a, I made a bucket list for my 50th year on the planet yeah. and one of it was like to try weird shit. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm just going to go to jungle gym someday and just try weird, you know, pick weird shit I've never heard of and try so it. Cool. So. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Oh, now I feel like I got to make something up for you. <laughs> and just like, here's a couple of my favorite strange finds. Yes. Can you imagine. can take me or you can show me. Yeah. Well, maybe that's a follow-up episode. I, I, we'll just do that. Yes. That'd be fun. Please. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the, the cookbook here as a, uh, uh, how should I say office air fryer guy? Uh, that's my favorite. Well, it's not my favorite part of the office, but it's in the top five. It's, <laughs> a, it's on the Mount Rushmore favorite things about my office. But it's called the I Love My Air Fryer Cooking for One Recipe Book. How did this all come down? Um, well, my friend Stephanie got offered this cookbook, and um, it wasn't a lot of money. It was decent money, but yeah. for her, it was like a drop. Just, she was yeah. like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying to get there in my exactly. career. I would know. love to be there. Yeah. But she was like, but I have a peon friend. No, she didn't say it. She said, I have a friend that would, pro that would probably be interested. So she approached me. Um, and I hope Stephanie doesn't hate me. Are we both those people in our friends' lives that say it in a funny way? And then we're like, oh, I hope they suddenly, I hope they still remember who I am as a person. Oh, I'm that's coming to your house in three weeks. Don't hate me. But she, she, you know, it's just like, I mean, you have to do what makes sense in your ROI world. And so it's like, this doesn't make sense for me. But she's like, I got a person it does make sense for. Yeah. And I thought, I've never had the dream to have a cookbook. Yeah. But I thought, well, it might be kind of fun. Yeah. So, um, it, uh, it was kind of fun. It was kind of not fun. It was three months of my life that I'll never get back. But um, <laughs> but it was all about air fryer. And, and the thing was, is this publisher, they're wonderful to work with. Yeah. But they have a series of cookbooks. So they kind of have a way... So you're just, oh, cool. I'm just, I didn't, I don't have to market this. I don't have to like, I didn't have to do the photography. It was more like here, we need you to come up with the recipes Yeah, and then your name is on it. I'm like, okay, I'll take that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I still, I mean, I got paid and I'll get residuals and like, sweet. Good to yeah. Me. Passive income. Let's I go. I still have a book on my counter that says Heather Johnson. Yeah, so, exactly. So I'll keep I did saying that. food hussy. And they came up like they had the chapters. So, and it's, you know. I was able to use a lot of recipes from my blog, which helped. Sure. Um, but they had the chapters and like the vegetarian chapter was not my favorite to make. Um, but I mean, I got through it. Actually, I made some really good stuff. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty darn tasty. I'm flipping through a lot of these and I'm already, I honestly think, so one of the things I, I wouldn't say I complain about on the show because I try not to be a complainer in general, but I love doing cooking demos and there's just not a lot of places in here for me to actually have full access. So every time I have an idea, I'm like, can I make it in the air fryer or in 
like a bowl of boiling water. I am, I kind of feel like I should just make some of these on the show. Yeah, I I'm, mean, we I've looked through a couple already. Like the Dijon Parmesan potatoes sound delicious. Oh, uh, what did I just see a second ago? The no yeast dinner biscuit sounds like simple, but I would love to make bread in an air fryer. The funniest thing was I made those and I was, um, I have a very good relationship with um, Local 12 here in Cincinnati. Yeah. Bob and Sheila and oh. Jen, like they're my people. Yeah. Bob and I are kind of 20s. Like we're such, Bob, Herzog's like the best. We're both spazzes. Yeah. And that's why we get along so well. <laughs> you know, they're just the kindest people too. Yeah. But Sheila like, Gray, by the way, is my, I think she's like the only person that follows me on Twitter that engages with my posts ever. And I love her so much for her. I'm like, Sheila, we barely know each other outside of these things, but I love you for supporting she me. She is a special human being. Like, really, truly, much. the whole team are there. And, and by the way- they are, they are, I mean, I love Fox too. I've been there. Of I've course, no, everyone's nine. been really good to me, but the, the, I, they've the, taken it outside of the office and they've been kind to yes, me in my personal life. But I made um, their new anchor, um, I think it's Aaliyah. Oh, um, Aaliyah's great too. Yeah, yeah I made the biscuits. Person. And she was like, she had a look on her face because she is Southern and she was like, you're making biscuits in an air fryer. Yeah, and like, she okay. came over after the, after the segment was off and she's like, I need to try this. And she was like, shocked at how good it was. She was like, okay, this is actually good. I was yeah. like, I told you. And yeah. she was like, okay, I'm a believer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think it's that thing too, where I think people think of, well, we were kind of joking about this off air where people kind of think of the air fryers like, what if the microwave was better, right? And I think that's like a kind of an improper way. What I always said when they first popped off and is why it took me a while to buy one is I was just like, oh, you just mean a convection oven got a good PR team, yes. right? And it's like, oh, what that's exactly it. Yeah, so it's, it's really... Nothing insane. Like when you see these recipes, don't well, balk at like- the Instant Pot is right. just a pressure cooker that my dad used when I was a kid. Yeah, with but buttons I, on the front. That's the difference. I had an Instant Pot and I threw it away because it was like too confusing. And yeah. I, it was like, oh, it only takes five minutes. No, it takes 10 to heat up, 10 right. to cool down. I hate this. Right, exactly. Threw it away. Yep. But Stephanie introduced, she's like, you should try to like do niches of content. And she's like, you should get an air fryer. She's like, I have one and it's amazing. And yeah. I got it and I was like, holy shit, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. And now I use it to cook everything. Like yep. I use my air fryer every single day. I think it's the best way to cook a lot of foods. Like a chicken breast, those pre-marinated chicken breasts, throw it in there for 12 minutes. Done. It's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. It's juicy. It doesn't dry out. Like, it's just amazing. Steak, I make steak. I mean, like, literally, I make- Steak is one I'm always curious about because I'm, like, a bit of an obnoxious purist in that where I'm, like, cast iron only right now, you know? But at the same time, I think it might be my own ignorance. I think I'm doing the thing I just told everybody not to do. You I know? love it. Really? I make okay. steak in it, and it's, like, I always- my air fryer tip, yeah. if I can bestow any knowledge and wisdom. Please. That's what we're here for. <laughs> undercook everything. You can always add time, but you cannot unburn. That is true. <laughs> you can make a rare steak medium rare. You can't make a well done steak medium rare. Edible. <laughs> <laughs> um so I think that's the thing is like it just got me out of my comfort zone. I and love I that. was like, I had to come up with 175 recipes. That's a lot. Yeah. And so it was kind of like, well, what else can I do here? And a lot of it is things that I think, okay, well, I've done them in the oven. Yeah. How can I, I just do it in the air yeah, fryer. Just, yeah. All it is is the same temperature half the time. Right. Like, so yeah. it was like taking oven recipe, like the Dijon potatoes. Yeah. They were an oven recipe that I just made for the air fryer. And I was like, oh, half the time. Sounds good to me. By the way, I'm looking through the vegetable section now that I know you just admittedly were like, oh, it's not my favorite, but uh, these all sound delicious too. They were. I, yeah. I have to say they were, the thing that surprises Ooh, tandoori people. Tandoori potato skewers, oh, maybe. Those were good. But the thing people that surprises people the most is also the dessert section. They're shocked at how many things and that you can bake in it. Yeah. Um, the oh only thing I found that is harder is like a batter. Um, I might have I might have had a 
bad experience with a batter. I had it in there and the air circulating oh, just <laughs> splattered batter around my entire yeah. air fryer. So, but it's like if your pan is deeper than your batter, like Should be for okay. cakes, you're yeah. fine. You just can't have it up to the rim. Yeah, right. Exactly. I was I was sitting there one I was like fried sandwich cookies. Okay, I'm into this. We can't call them Oreos. They are sandwich right. cookies. Uh, the Bisco actually just is at your house right now. The dogs are barking. <laughs> that doesn't ever stop. <laughs> they bark. I was wondering about this, though, because as soon as I saw that there was a batter on it, I was like, how does that work? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Sometimes, and it's, you know, testing and trying things yeah. out and seeing how it works. And Banana cake. Oh, I'm sorry to keep interrupting you. It's just so good. I just want people to buy this book, too. Yeah, like, it's on mm. Amazon. It is. Very cool. Cookie cheesecake. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Do you have a favorite recipe in here in general? I mean, I know that's hard, but I, then again, if I had children, I could definitely tell you who the favorite was. <laughs> I'm being honest. I have oh, parents are just lying about that. They're like, I we have, don't. I don't have a favorite. I love my kids equally. Sure, you do. Okay. I have cats, and my favorite is George, and they can't understand yeah. English. So, uh, George, I love you the most. <laughs> I don't have a favorite dog though, but I do have a favorite cat. See. George, I call him Georgina Josefina Senorita. See? Which is very emasculating to a male cat, but he doesn't he care. He doesn't care, yeah, no. My he... favorite recipe is the blueberry cheesecake bread pudding. Okay. Because bread pudding is blueberry something that- Blueberry cheesecake bread pudding, oh my is God. Is stupid easy oh, yeah? to make. And yet when you're in a restaurant, it seems oh so fancy. Right. It's just bread that you cube up and then you mix like a scrambled egg batter right. and you pour it in, or French toast batter, right, right. pour it in there. And then I just stuck in like little pieces of cream cheese and little pieces of blueberry. And you're like, heat it up. And then stick it in the air fryer. And, and then you put this in the ramekin to cook it in? Yeah. Hell and then yeah. sprinkle a little powdered sugar on top. And I made, I made that when the, when the cookbook came out, I made that on TV a lot. And everybody's like, oh my God, this is delicious. So fancy. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm like, I know. And yeah. it's easy. <laughs> and you can use like, you can use bread. You can use croissants. You can use donuts. Yeah. Like oh. I make donut bread pudding and I that's, it's, so forgiving. You don't like blueberries? Throw in some peaches. Like, it doesn't forgive me. Yeah, right. Exactly. I love that. Customize. If you're not a fan of blueberries, I'm like, oh, raspberries would be You've killing. read my blog. Thank yes, you. right. Yeah. <laughs> I read it in my voice, though, which is frustrating. That's probably my favorite, favorite <laughs> recipe. Yeah, so, that sounds yeah. incredible. And it's I mean, honestly, all of these sound really good. And this, this book made me eat a banana for the first time in my whole life. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You're here with the banana bunch. You're now a member of the banana bunch and you didn't eat bananas before this. I feel I, like that should have been in our first email. I think they are vile. Really? They smell. I love this. They smell. I'm here for hot banana And takes. the texture is just, yeah. I can't. I, I like banana cake. I like banana bread. Sure. I like banana pudding. But the second that there's a chunk of banana, so only is it like at all stages because I I kind of agree with you on the textural end, which is why generally I eat greener bananas because they're a little no, but it doesn't matter. In your world. Okay, no, that's okay. Nope. But I made air fryer bananas, which you take a banana, slice it lengthways, and open up, and you just dump a shitload of brown sugar on it, and then you, and then you put it in the air fryer, and it melts it so much. Oh, and yeah. I ate a whole banana. I was like, holy crap, guys! I ate a banana. I was like, I ate a whole banana. Achievement <laughs> unlocked. Like 49 years old. Boom. That's I awesome. Did it. Hey, so. listen, we're breaking boundaries. That sounds really good. That's in here too. Yep. Listen, as a place that is, we're in an empire right now built atop banana <laughs> peels. So, <Sorry. laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> the fact that you ate one, that says a lot to us. So, oh, hi, everyone. My favorite part of the show is waving to people because they're always watching. But I do love banana bread and yeah. banana pudding and banana muffins oh, and gosh. all that stuff. Banana yeah. cake. Yeah. I just cannot. I don't think I've ever had banana cake, weirdly enough, because I do enjoy bananas. I love banana bread. I love banana pudding almost Ugh. too much. But and if then, I was on Fear Factor and they handed me a banana, I'd be like, 
I'm out. Sorry. Can you imagine? That's like the opening. They're like, you can eat. You're like, no, no, no. I'll take the goat's <laughs> penis. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, like, don't make me eat a banana. It's so gross. <laughs> All right. I'm going to make your scotch eggs. I think that's oh, going to be the so first one. Good. I love a scotch egg in general. I and just, the avocado baked eggs, that always surprises me. That sounded people. really good too, yeah. You just scoop out the center of the avocado a little bit more. Right, and then you fill then it with you egg. And stick the egg in, the, crack the egg in there and throw it in, the, and candied bacon. That I learned, so I focus on, on my blog, is copycat recipes, like sure. restaurant copycats. Very cool. Air fryer, and then um, Traeger a lot, the yeah. smoker, and then I just got a Blackstone, so Sweet. I've been doing that as well. And so um, the- Country copy- hibachi, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> Hillbilly hibachi, <laughs> yeah, right yeah. here from the food, has he? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I started my copycat stuff, and there's a restaurant down in Gulf Shores, which is my absolute favorite place on earth, and um, it's uh, Ruby Slipper which they're in New Orleans too, yeah. but they have pig candy and it's bacon with just a shit ton of brown sugar on yeah, top. Yeah, sounds good. And other stuff, but um, it's so good and you can make it in the air fryer. See, I love that. Well, cool. Well, after this episode's done, <laughs> I have a feeling I'm going shopping. Let's go gain some weight. Let's yeah, get stroke shopping. Yeah, I'm like every, <laughs> the thing is, thankfully this store is insanely huge because otherwise I think I'd be out of control in the weight. But also, you know, you mentioned the marinated chicken breast too. That's been like one of the things to help keep me kind of in line and not balloon out of control here is that we do carry stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, I can just throw a couple of these marinated breasts or some wings occasionally we'll have in there. Oh yeah. But now I want to try this. There's this one steak that they marinate. They, it only comes in occasionally. It's like listed as like, burgundy seasoning. I'm like, Ooh. I don't know what the hell that means, but it tastes good every time and I don't care. But now I'm like, maybe I'm going to try that in the air fryer. So. Oh, I love a ribeye in the air fryer is just delicious. That sounds good. I mean, it's like the thing where, you know, again, like I said, I was like any, any of my uh, preconceptions are on, that's on me. Yeah. For, you know what I mean? For but it, it's really, it's really convenient. And um, I have these contractors in my house and there's a couple of them that are married and then a then half of, you know, are like single young guys. Yeah. And I was like, you guys got air fryers? And they're like, of course we do. And yeah. I was like, here you go, here you go, here you go. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's just, it gets people out of their, you know, comfort zone of like, yeah. it does more than frozen pizza and tater tots. Right. Please. I mean, it <laughs> is good to go to those two. Yeah, for real. Uh, and, and I got to say too, just casually flipping through this. I mean, first off, every recipe is a page long, so it's not hard. I mean, like no. just a casual glance at this, there's steps that are very simple. It's like, get a dish, put things in the dish, put it in your air fryer. I mean, like it, there's a little more to it, but... Oh, sometimes I more. do recipes for the air fryer. I just did air fryer waffle fries, and I'm like, this is the dumbest recipe ever. Yeah. Open bag, put in air fryer, yeah. shut air fryer, start air fryer. Like, how many steps can I make out of this? Reminds me of this comedian, Brian Regan, had a bit about uh, if you needed microwave instructions for Pop-Tarts. He's like, put a microwave for three seconds. He's like, listen, if you're trying to save that much time, you know. Uh, uh, also, I just stopped on peach jam breakfast pie. You've combined words that I didn't know were possible to combine here in the meantime. Well, that was one of those. It was like, I kept thinking of like the Amish hand pies. Yeah. Or the hostess pies. Sure. And I was like, how can I do this? But the other thing that's key with this is it's cooking for one. Yeah. So they told me like, I can't make things that make a bunch. Yeah. So I couldn't use crescent dough or something no. like that. I yeah. had to use bread. Cause I was like, I gotta use, cause like, I'm not gonna give you a, a book that says, okay, open up a can of the biscuits and right. use one. Right. Like, what are you gonna do with the other four? Like, right. that's dumb. So I tried to find ways to like, okay, we're gonna use a piece of bread and like roll it out with a rolling pin right. and use that as our, as our dough instead of one biscuit. Like, and who, you know, those cans of five biscuits. Yeah. 
I eat all five. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> I at least hit two fresh and then the other three sit on the counter and I'm like, oh, I'll save those for later. And then eight minutes elapses. Exactly. I was going to say, you can, you can <laughs> yeah. save it for later. Oh no, 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 I just tell myself I'm yeah. good at that. I'm like, no, like, you did good today, Mark. A box of Kraft macaroni and cheese is a serving of one. <laughs> That's why they call it craft dinner everywhere else in the world. Okay. I set it aside. I eat half a bowl and I put it on the counter. And then I'm just like, 10 minutes later, I'm yeah. like, I'm still hungry. And yeah. It's, I like it even a little cool. I was like, oh, I got to eat. It is kind of funny, though, that at a weird note, like as, you know, I'd say we were like foodie people, right? Like that there is still a lot of enjoyment derived from those kinds of things. And more importantly, you hit on something that I don't think gets discussed enough in the mac and cheese game, which is that it's great hot, but it is also good as it starts to hit that like kind of just above room temp thing where you're like- That is my favorite. Yeah, it's almost, it's like two different products. Yes. If, if I had better impulse control, I would be able to ration it better and be like, Mark, you want a little of the hot and you want a little of the mid. And I like the cold in the morning too. Like oh, if, I, if yeah. I get to the point where I've just burst my belly, yeah. because also- so I'm single. So, and when I make stuff for my blog, if I'm making pork chops then my dinner is pork chops, like there's no vegetable, there's no potatoes. Yeah. There's no, if I'm making grape salad, then my that's whole dinner is grape salad. Yeah. And, and so if I'm having macaroni and cheese, that's all I have. Yeah. And so sometimes if I've, you know, ex, you know, splurge during the day, yeah. I will have a little bit left for breakfast. Sure. Oh, it's so, and I'm not afraid to admit as if I am a foodie, mm-hmm. but blue box, yeah. Still my favorite. There's that weird thing every so often. I'm trying to think of another good example too, but th- that is a thing where you're like, yeah, you can appreciate the high end stuff, but there's also room for the, you know, it, look, it's successful for a reason, right? Yes. It's and just like, like, do a- I love amazing, real, heavy, sure. sturdy cheeses? Of course I do. But you know what I love more? Land O'Lakes American. I was just thinking that I, there's been a discussion in my personal life on and off over the last couple of years about how relevant American cheese can be. In a world where I love fancy cheeses most, I'm still just like, you know, every so often, I just want a slice of American on here. It just makes sense. It's, it's just- the best for grilled cheese. Yeah, it's, it's the like, best on a cheeseburger. Like, I'm sorry. I, I know. My ex-husband introduced me to it in between heroin and fentanyl. Um, <laughs> I'm glad the good one stuck. <laughs> He was like, I brought home, he wanted American cheese and I brought home the um, the other grocery store. I brought home their cheese. He goes, <laughs> he took one bite. He goes, that's not Land O'Lakes. Wow. Like, How do you know? He's like Sheldon th- Cooper with the cheese. Yeah, I don't think even I could tell the difference, but he now knew. I want to find out. He knew. He was like, and he knew butternut bread and Land O'Lakes American cheese and Con's bologna. Those, that was his, that was his food group. That's the trio. The, yeah. yeah. But he was like, that's not Land O'Lakes. And the, once I tried Land O'Lakes, <laughs> I was like, you are right. Yeah. See, I know normally I'm a boar's head when I go, but at the same time, Land O'Lakes was always a banger until boar's head really kind of usurped the throne for me. Yes. Cause I just wanted something a little creamy, a little yes. salty. I don't need it to be its own personality. I remember a few years ago. With one of the low carb things, there was a good amount of cheddar that got introduced in my diet. Now I love cheddar, right? I, again, I love these better cheeses. And I remember thinking, I'm like, I don't think I'm ever gonna eat cheddar ever again. I've had so much of it in this month. Uh, and then I remember telling a friend of mine and she's like, what do you mean you prefer American on a cheeseburger? I'm like, listen, don't get it twisted. You can like whatever you want and I'm not mad about it. But I also don't think I'm wrong about this being the ultimate cheese selection on there. <sighs> So it's it's just a, and I grew up on government cheese. Yeah, so like, you know what's up, Mark Wahlberg, government cheese. Right, like, exactly. <laughs> that was what we grew up with. The we five, got a lot of cheese the, in this house, okay? With the five pound <laughs> box, it was like we were po. Yeah, <laughs> we couldn't even afford the O and the R. Right, like, we were po. <laughs> I still, that's, that's some comedian did that 30 years I love ago. It. That's okay. It's been 30 years. Nobody knows how the internet works. It's fine. They're Sorry. not going to look it up. Yeah. We can't cancel you over that. <laughs> Nor would I want to. 
But oh I'm gosh. also the non-pickiest person. So I love that this made me get out and explore new foods yeah. and like try new stuff. And the vegetarian, while it wasn't my favorite chapter to do, like I feel very proud and I can say everything in it was delicious. Yeah. And I worked hard to make it. The you recipe know, like, sounded great. Again, I know I'm just kind of casually thumbing through, but it's not like I'm not yummy. reading it together. They all sounded great. Good. I'm excited. We're going to run this whole menu eventually. <laughs> and I like trying new stuff. Like yeah. I, I'm never one to, I ate chicken liver last night. Yeah. I only ate one. Right. I tried it. Yeah. That's why I, I try it. Every time someone's like, you got to try the chicken liver here. And every time I'm like, I just don't think that no. one's for me. No. But it's, I, I get it. And I've had, I will say, I, I can tell shades of gray <laughs> where I'm like, oh, this is definitely a good one of the thing I don't love. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> I always like when that happens yeah. too, you're like, oh, I you're hate like, this. Oh, this is good for this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. For sewage water. You know, this is the oh best my gosh, version. What, what is the, oh, there's like a goose liver. What? What is that? Uh, uh, not the pate, but what am I thinking of? Yeah, yeah. That. Uh, uh, it's not Braunschweiger, is it? No, no the it's other one, the fancy. That yeah, is like foie gras. Foie gras. I was like, why can I not think of the word? The restaurant. It was downtown in the little like it looks like a uh, airstream. Like it's down. It's oh, been yeah, a yeah, bunch yeah, of different yeah, things. Yeah, it's like I think it's sugar and spice now. Yeah, yeah. It was like some fancy bullshit a while back, they, years they, ago, it, fifteen years it ago. It changed so many times. I was like, this place. They were open for three yeah. months. Right. But they did a peanut butter and jelly foie gras. I nearly vomited at the table. <laughs> like, you can try to be fancy, but sometimes just don't. Yeah, that's a weird one. Like, even I can't imagine that working in my oh, head at it all. It did not. Yeah. No, it did not work. Wow. But I like trying random weird shit. Sure, same. Which is why I love Jungle Gyms, because right. every aisle has random weird shit. Look at that. Bring it back to the plug. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate you. All comes around. That's amazing. Well, what's next for you? Work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any shows. I don't have any cookbooks coming. Like, it's mostly just like, I need to conquer the world. Yeah. Actually, I'm having my best month. Um, financially, I'm having my best month ever. Um, and my Blackstone, I bought it last Black Friday. Mm -hmm. And they had a very traumatic breakup that nearly tossed me into a mental institution. And again, but I came back. Weeble. Weeble, yeah, exactly. Here. Right. And... I had this Blackstone and I bought it Black Friday. And I was like, when I turned 50, I was like, God damn it, I'm taking it out of the box. Yeah. And I was like, I need to take it out. And now I took it out of the box and I've made smash burgers. I've made pancakes, um, bacon. I just did pork chops on it. Awesome. And now I want to like get all in. Hibachi rice and hibachi is Let's my go. next thing. I'll be right over. Okay, come <laughs> But those I'll bring something burgers, weird. Yeah. Smash burgers are the shit. I bet. Yeah. But it's fun. I like finding the little tips and tricks along the way of when I'm cooking. Like the smash burger, I found it on somebody else's. And then I tried, like, I tried three different things to smash with. And then I tried it. Um, somebody said to put those air fryer parchment paper liners mm -hmm. under the smasher. Okay. Between the, that and the burger. Yeah. Because then it doesn't, the burger doesn't stick to the smasher. Oh, that makes perfect sense. And I was sense. like, yeah. this is fantastic. Yeah. So it's finding those little tips and tricks that I yeah. like to share with people. And I love when people comment and they're like, this is the best dish ever. And I was like, I know. <laughs> that's so cool oh, well, so I know obviously thefoodhussy.com good yes. place to follow you is that the same title for all the social handles too? my socials all food hussy just at food hussy yeah cool. awesome I lost the URL to food hussy so <laughs> it's fine that, yeah so. jokes but on no, that no I'm going on I'm going to Destin to visit my plain chicken and I'm going to Iowa again this summer or oh, this so fall cool. I have I'm a Vikings fan sorry oh. Bengals I'm not from here I don't that's have okay. to like yeah, the no, Bengals exactly. I'm used to teams that disappoint you every single year <laughs> as be known by my O and three Vikings, number one quarterback in the league, number one receiver in the league, and we're zero and three. But I'm going to the Viking Bengals game, and I have fifth row tickets. Oh, that'll be fun! <gasps> yeah, so but that's excited. gonna be amazing. Oh my god! I'm so oh my excited. gosh, that's so, so cool. I'm just gonna have fun. I'm hanging out with my dogs and cook and work and 
Find weird shit at Jungle Gyms. I love it. <laughs> well, I hope you find everything. I hopefully maybe you can help. And I'm excited. I'm I'm being dead serious. I think I'm gonna make a bunch of stuff on this and we'll do it on the show and I'll yes. plug in all that fun stuff. And I'm single. So if anybody wants a fifty year old that makes a lot of food and has some money. Yeah, I mean, like that sounds like the dream, right? And I'm like, so wait, what I'm hearing is self-sufficient. Uh, I don't you know. need your money. Yeah. I and just need you to have a job and not do drugs. It's really, it's I have very a, high standards. I think it's kind of nice. In the modern world, the bar is set incredibly low, and it is impressive to me how many people are unable to still lazily flop over said bar. Like, oh, decency. Do you, if you can provide that, I'm very interested. I will spend all of my money and time on you. She knows. I'm in therapy, and my therapist was like, okay, how many times are we going to let someone disrespect us? And I was like, I don't know, three or four. Yeah, weekly. And she, and she was like, Heather, the answer is zero. I was like, well, this is bullshit. Yeah. She was like, are we going to have deal with anybody that has a criminal record? I was like, okay, no felonies. She's like, Heather. Yeah. I was like, you never want me to get laid again. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Like, You're the therapist. Help me through this. Okay. <laughs> I'm supposed to have the bad takes right now. You help massage them into good takes. So yeah, so that's my life is that's looking amazing. for a man and cooking food. <laughs> all I do. Very oh sad. No, that's not sad at all. It's fun. Listen, own it. Weeble, you know, <laughs> bounce back. You're good. I believe in it. Heather, thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, I really appreciate it. This was fun. a lot of fun. Yeah, I can't wait to the future of whatever we can do I know together. I want to keep coming back. Yeah. I want to hang out more. Anytime. I'm here more often than you would like. <laughs> I bought my car in Fairfield, so I have to come back every once in a while. <laughs> Anytime you're getting some work changes. done. Yeah, when you get yeah. your oil change, come on over. We'll do lunch or something. We'll make something like that. That'd be great. Actually, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I want to be a hussy too. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to making some of that stuff together. I think we should do it. Hey, and those of you, if there's a recipe that we mentioned in the show that you think you'd like to see us make sooner than later, let me know either in the comments here or send me an email at podcast at junglegyms.com. So one more reminder, get those International Wine Festival tickets coming up. It's like in two weeks, November 11th, baby. It's going to be awesome. The monorail's going to run, weather permitting. It should be fun. Both of our event centers here at Fairfield are going to be open for it. And this is a great one. If you're one of those people who's like, I only go to East gate totally fine but we even offer a bus shuttle service that you can purchase with your tickets pretty cool right all right everyone on that i got some uh arancini and egg roll hiding out back here for me to eat so i will see you out there in the aisles the jungle gyms podcast is recorded in the wjji studio inside jungle gyms international market in fairfield ohio the Jungle Gyms Podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.